Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Season two of the Pat and JT podcast. Oh my, now I'm here at last. The best time, always gonna be the best. To come out. Exclusively on the Herd App Media Network. All right, so if you're wondering why the title of today's podcast is I Have a, Such a Freaking Slur, I Have Such a Freaking Slur. Sounds like I'm drunk. Yeah, it's because of your mouth hole. It's because of your it's because of your dental, your impending dental work. But whatever, well, it's just, fine. Just so you has know. Anything, has any food fallen out of your hole? <laughs> like at home, in the privacy of your own home? I can only chew on the right side. Okay, if you did chew on the left side, you'd have stuff falling out of your hole. Oh, that just makes me... Oh, because because the actual... Mm, yeah. mm, gross. Yeah, I yeah. Shouldn't, don't even want to think about doing that. I'm super excited because in about a week, I'll have my so attractive flipper. Oh, and nice. That, that will take up some space. So So then you have to learn to talk all over again. <laughs> it's going to sound but, like you're talking with a donut right? in your mouth. But I had a choice of not getting it, and I said, seriously? <laughs> right? <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't care how much that bitch costs. I'm getting a flipper. I'm afraid to laugh at... Anywhere in public. It's like I always turn my face away because I don't want, don't look. If I laugh, you can see. They're like, see. what do you think she has? Do I have bad breath or something? No, I just have a big hole in my mouth and I don't want you to see it. Oh, good luck so. on the, getting the flipper. Yeah. That, that should be next Monday, I think, is when I get that. So be prepared. Dental work sucks. Um, quick little uh, complaint about our friends at Taco Bell. Love Taco Bell. Always will love Taco Bell. I know. Um, but I don't, I don't usually default to ordering stuff online and then going to pick it up. <laughs> and, and it's so convenient it's amazing i just no. i just don't that's, that's not my default i don't think about that stuff yeah. but so today i ordered online and i know it was like 12 20 i'm like oh it's gonna be a huge line i don't want to wait in line i'm just gonna order online and i remembered after this whole debacle happened i remember like three months ago beth and i tried the same thing mm-hmm. from home <clears throat> ordered online pick it up inside just walk in grab your bag and leave mm-hmm. and Picked it up, got it to the Taco Bell, and there was a sign that says, sorry, our lobby is temporarily closed. So it didn't matter. We had to wait in that stupid drive through line. Don't anyway, they have parking to spots to bring it out to you? Mm-mm. Nope. They didn't there. Even Noodles and Company does that. Not if their they lobby's have- closed. Because, okay, and I found, and I found and they out. they always have parking spaces outside for yeah. curbside. They did. Well, Taco Bell didn't because they didn't have enough employees. Oh, that's another so, problem. So you couldn't, you couldn't go in. The lobby was closed. So you couldn't go in to pick up your food and they would, couldn't bring it out because there weren't enough employees. And the whole point of the app is? Convenience, to walk in and just grab it. So today, did the exact same thing. Went over, Taco Bell, sign, lobby closed. And there were only two, three people. A lady at the register, somebody cooking, and another person inside. Oh my God. Three people over lunch. And so I ordered it and then I had to wait in line. And of mm. course, I get behind the truck with 19 roofers in it and they're like hey randy will take a chalupa minus the tomatoes plus and they all ordered it and they all paid individually they all everything and it was like you've got there was there was four (laughs) people in the back in like the the cab of the truck (laughs) and two in so there were five people in there or six people seeing those guys that's the kind that definitely should do the (laughs) online ordering just just out of common courtesy yeah We've got this many orders. You don't want to sit at the window or at the speaker barking your order. 
for five minutes. Or how about we have one person pay and then everybody Venmo's that person instead of having to put six different cards out there yes. for six different orders. Yes. 100%. Like, come on, you guys, it's 2021. Got to be a better way to do this. Right. And, so and I am, I am, I am huge fan of the apps and ordering in advance. And I like when they have the stalls so you can park and, and they just bring it out to you. Nice. Cracker Barrel even has an app. Right. Right. And so, cause you know, I go with mom and dad to breakfast to Cracker Barrel. And we have our favorite waitress. We have our favorite place to sit. And I mean, it is like the guy at the, when I walk in the door. Hi, Jill. Oh, my gosh. And, wow. <laughs> so, you know, we're t- saying this on like a podcast. I right, know. People? I know. But it's okay because mom and dad love eating there. And so and and I mean, now it's just like it's all well, it's set amazing. up. It's, it's perfect. Right. So everything is. Yeah. It's and they they the waitress that we always go to. She is awesome and she sees my mom and she's like do you want a chocolate latte and she's like oh yeah that sounds great so she goes and gets her chocolate latte because they have fancy coffees now and they have alcohol (laughs) sometimes she has a mimosa what yeah alcohol yeah cracker barrels killing it sweet they're they're screwdrivers i think i bet you could pull one yeah you could pull a screwdriver if you can get a mimosa whatever (laughs) it's like come on brandon i know they have beers they have some select really Yeah. I'll be damn. So anyway, so COVID, I'm sure. But the cool part is you can also, of course, pay on their app like everybody else, but you can order inside and then you can just punch in your receipt number and it'll bring it up on your app. So you don't have to order on the app. Brilliant. Right. So I can sit at the table and then I can pay for it right there instead of us having to stand in Thanks to COVID, all because of touchless whatever. Whatever. But I wish that there was like some sort of committee. Like the government has their hands in everything. I wish we could tell them what to have their hands in. Like let's have all these restaurants. Um, like I'll be on the same page restaurants and even shopping places. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, that there are certain systems that are just so, so quick. Like to me, target is amazing to check out. I mean, you, when you get your $5 <laughs> gift card, it tells you what to do. You grab the card, you scan mm-hmm. it. It's just super easy. Which grocery stores have the <clears throat> app for shopping? Um, does Baker's, is it a Baker's downtown or Baker's had the there? wand, but they, they, more of them have that now, but now like Sam's, like, I don't, this is what I don't understand. Sam's and Costco, like, huge competitors, right? Yeah. So, Sam's, you go in with your thing, and you have the scan and go. As you're going, you can scan, pay mm-hmm. for it. You, don't, you just walk out. That's... Show them your thing. They scan your deal, scan a couple of the items, and you're out. Yeah. And Costco is, like, 20 years back because Costco, when well, they... you're doing the self-check, you have to, everything has to stay on the scale. Yeah. Otherwise, you, if you take one thing off, it's like alarms and people tackle you. <laughs> so you have to keep everything on the, the scale. I went to the self-check one time. Stupid. And I said, well, that's not happening again because that was a real pain in the butt. Um, and, and, then I you hate, get, and then Sam's, boop, 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 in out, in out, you're done. And it's that's the slickest thing. That's what we were talking about. That's the one because I don't have a membership at Sam's. I have it at Costco. It's the slickest thing. And uh, standing in line, Slick. Eight, like six deep, and you're standing there and, and there's eight rows that all look the same. Yep. And I'm like, are you Serious. Uh, granted, I mean they they hustle, and and once you get up there, you know it's the unloading of everything to get it through. And I mean they they've got a great system, but it'd but, be but so see, much faster. But you mean they, not one person at Costco has ever gone to Sam's and go, this this is, is legit. I mean, come on, this is how we should do this. Let's take let's like a little field trip to Sam's little Costco, right? And then you see <laughs> like <laughs> um, uh, Sonic's app. So slick. Don't have it. Uh, it's it's not it's not just the app itself is slick, but the way you order, and then when you get in a certain ge- like a certain geographical location of their restaurant, it pings you and says, "Are you here?" You click yes, you enter the stall number, and they're out within thir- like thirty seconds. They're out. Mm. Super slick. But then Taco Bell's app. Not as slick. Jimmy John's, super slick. Like, why don't these people go to, like, a conference where they have, like, well, restaurant apps where they can... Because uh, some of them are so clunky. It's called competition. 
Well, and man. I'm sure some are winning because of it. They have to be right? because you really can tell when you are on an app or on a website or whatever that mm-hmm. isn't as slick as the others. It's like it's you just it's a avoid, turn off. You want to avoid it. Hundred percent. Yep, I'm with you there. Like and- Taco Bell, I was going to customize my protein bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't do it. I just said, whatever. Just give it to me how it comes. I'll pick off the onions or whatever. Because it was too confusing. I just want to get out of here. I just want to get out of here. I just want my damn food. Yeah. That's all I want. No, I'm I'm with you on that. Because, yeah, uh, all of them, though, most most everybody, you can do the curbside. Yeah. Except so, if their stupid lobby is closed, which is so dumb. they don't have enough people. And that's the problem for a lot of places is having enough people. I'm, I'll tell you what's really bummer is, is pulling up and you see that this, the whole place is closed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's bad. We're closing at 6 today. Huh? Yeah. Although Taco Bell had a sign that said they're closing early. Sorry, we're closing at one thirty a.m. Sorry for your inconvenience. Like, you're good. Not inconvenienced. At one thirty in the morning, I'm fine. I'm fine with that. I feel I, sorry I, for the ones that are inconvenienced, I but did, it's not me. I totally laughed out loud. If I was at the bar at 2, I'd be totally inconvenienced <laughs> and pissed because you know my ass would be going through Taco Bell drive through 100%. But 100%. not inconvenienced. At least so far, I haven't seen any issues. You might remember um, last year, um, when things got really tough, the supply chain was really messed up and, um, they, they didn't have some vegetables. There were some, some condiment, not condiments, but I want to say some of the, the, uh, like lettuce, tomatoes, this and that. They, they, they were running out in like some places you couldn't get. Oddly, I didn't notice. On some places. Tomatoes and lettuce was short. And at, at stupid drive-thrus of fast food restaurants mm-hmm. and you're just like, you just assume. And it's like, just, I'm sorry, yeah. we don't have any tomatoes. What? Yeah, we don't have any lettuce. What? How- well, yeah, Starbucks has been out of uh, egg white bites one time. One in the morning at five thirty. Like what, you guys, what? Wait, what? So you wonder is that part of what's coming? We know the supply chain. I mean, shoot, you see the maps of the number of uh, huge ships that are full of containers, right? That are just circling off mm-hmm. the coast because they have nowhere to dock. Yeah. Because no one's there to unload them. Because no one's there to drive off with the food or the clothes. Nobody's there to take it to the next stop. wonder if anybody on that crew, like their wives are pissed. Oh, like, I bet. dude, like, Gustav, when are you coming home? Like, can we get a speedboat out there <laughs> right, real quick? Something. Like, you've been, you've, been circling, you've been circling for six weeks. <laughs> Stop. Who do you think is <laughs> I always picture, always those ships, I always picture they're Russian They're ships. all Russian, right? They're all Russian ships. <laughs> I don't know if Gustav is a Russian name, but it, they just to me they're all those big huge, huge ships are all yeah, Russian all or just... Swedish. <laughs> like they're nerd. I just always picture that. So you got to think though that's that's what's coming, and that they were they were talking on this report talking about all these ships that are out there. Mm-hmm. Some of the stuff that's in there has a shelf life, and so some of the stuff is not going to be good by the time it gets here, um, by the time it gets offloaded. Or but that's taking just so be, long. What's taking so long? They they literally there's a shortage. There's a, well, at least this is what they're saying is there's a, there's a shortage of manpower to uh, offload these things, and so there's no place for them to dock because all the places are full because they have nowhere to go. So it's just they're sitting there and they have nowhere to take to to get stuff off of the off the ships, and then then it's then it's finding truck drivers, then it's finding you know gasoline, well, and yeah. then it's fine. I mean, it's just like everything is just. You know, before you can take care of this, you got to take care of three other things, and before you can take care of those, you got to take care of three other things. Yeah. And so it's the supply chain. Once it gets broken, you'll start seeing, you know, the shelves will get a little bit bare, or or the shelves don't get bare, the prices go up. You know, it's or or, or, yeah, or both. both. Well, like yeah. you're seeing that with with vehicles. Like you go through, mm. a, you go by a car lot, any car lot, anywhere, and there's 15 cars on the whole lot. They're waiting for those microchips. Yeah. From China. 
to come. Yeah. And for, <laughs> we're not getting them. And so all the 2021s, there are a lot of 2021s that aren't on the lot because they they aren't finished. Yeah. So they're, now you're wondering if 2022s are coming out. Well, uh, 2022, Beth, just um, her mm-hmm. lease just ran out on her 2018 or whatever, and she was waiting for a 2022 Jeep, and it, was, it wasn't coming. She ended up just buying her Jeep she has. She's like, oh, it, whatever. But the good thing about that is that now there's such a huge market for used cars that a guy, a, a buddy mm-hmm. of ours that runs the Baxter dealership in Lincoln said that he had a guy three years ago buy a truck from him, mm-hmm. and he, as a used car trade-in, paid just a fraction over what he bought the truck for three years ago because the used car market is so crazy that he's like, he's, I've never seen that in my entire life. You have to think though, go back. What is it? 10 years, not even 10 or just 10 years ago when they had the cash for clunkers Mm -hmm. and they got rid of all those used cars. Yeah. Right. So all those are off the market. They're gone. Is that a conspiracy theory leading into what's going on now? Don't even ask me. Okay. No, I kid. <laughs> I, I don't, kid. You don't kid. I kid. It all plays into it, though, yeah. because then you you don't have them now. And so now we don't have this this huge supply of all these old cars. Um, but you're right about that. I mean, because I'm still getting calls constantly for the last two vehicles that I had that I owned because they're looking for these vehicles. Yeah. You can make some serious ca- If you have a... a Decent used vehicle right mm-hmm. now that's paid off. You can make some serious money. You can, yeah, you probably can. You can probably even a even with a, a leased vehicle, if you buy it, you can probably sell it for more than what you owe on it, mm-hmm. and be able to make some money off it. But then, what do you buy? Same right. the same place people same are situation. about houses. If you wanted to move, and somebody's you're getting phone calls like me, getting text messages from I don't randos. Know that's that's a, I don't know whatever. But anyway, I did. I <laughs> that's have a gotten, criminal in a basement. That's, that's not a rando. But I, but I get phone calls. Yeah. you know about that wanting to know if I'm interested in selling my home. So honestly, the fact that I got a text is not that shocking. Mm-mm. No, it's not. It's really not because that's my phone number, and they know the phone number is attached to the property, and so they they call and ask you know if you're interested in selling what what would be your price where you at, and I'm just like, have you ever thought of just shooting somebody just astronomical like two hundred thousand over asking? No, I haven't. Well, I mean, I why sh- not? I should try it, but then I but then what would I buy? Because there's well, nothing. Who else. gives a rip? <laughs> You're making 200 case north of what you would ask. If you were, okay. say if your house was 600,000 bucks, you're like, you know what? I'll move out next month for 8K. And they go, okay, done. Uh, I would help you pack. That's, I mean, so who can live in an apartment for 12 months? Right. To make 200 grand, just shoot them an offer. Okay, next time I get it. Either they're next gonna, time they call, I will. Either they're going to say, <laughs> screw you, and then they'll call you back, or they'll say yes. <laughs> either way, it's a win. Okay, I will. Do the it. Next time I get a call, I'll throw like, it Think out of there. your number, like legit number, because don't shoot them like kind of high. No. Because then if they say yes, then you're screwed. Shoot yeah. them like whatever, it's be, like it's, astronomical. It's got to be multiples. Yeah. Because, because there's nothing for sale. No. And if what is for sale is ridiculously priced. And especially in your area, in the next 10 years, it's going to be worth a ton. So if they sit on that for five more years, it's going to be worth a lot. But you could walk away. And which would not be pocket. awful because not only are the house is expensive, you know, ever everywhere the houses have gone up. Taxes. Yeah. Redonkulous. Stupid. It really is. So crazy This is crazy. Been your economic minute with Pat and JT. <laughs> Good Lord, we're fifteen minutes in, all we what? talked was smart garbage. <laughs> the heck is that about? I'm sorry to disappoint because I know this isn't what you tuned in wow. for. Wow. <laughs> Bait and switch. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Um, I'll give you one. I'll give you a fun one if you want to hear about rabbit holes. Okay. Because I always, I always love a good rabbit hole. Um, oh, and by the way, the Let's Take a Dive podcast. Yeah. Just so you know, it is in production. I know I've talked about this before. We need to do two things. We need to figure out what our show 
uh, logo or art is going to look like. And we need to pick a launch date. Okay. We have eight episodes done. I say you pick a launch date because then that'll hold your feet to the fire to come up with a logo. This is true. Mm-hmm. And we know people who do that. Right. <laughs> I have a feeling you you help people do this all the time, and I have a feeling you're doing this out of order. Bass ass out, out of Completely. order. Completely. But we do have several episodes. It's kind of it's kind of a mess right now, in my opinion. It's because we were trying to figure out what our lane is. And I'm like, you know, do we want to use this? Do we not want to use that one? And I'm like, you know, just throw them all out there. We'll just see what happens. So... I think we've got our, we've got ourselves, the ship has been riding. Can you do it like around, around like Halloween? Like yeah. kind of creepy time? Yeah, which would be perfect because mm-hmm. um, the first few episodes are about some local lore. Perfect. Um, and spooky places. And um, and I'm not going to tell you who the co-host is yet, um, but you'll recognize him. Definitely. He's, okay. he's somebody Sweet. you'll know. So anyway, um, this weekend, this is, this is a rabbit hole that won't be on Let's Take a Dive um, because it, it really isn't that big of a rabbit hole. But I saw a post about Alan Jackson this weekend. And if you're a country music person at all, well, heck, you don't even have to be a country music person. You no. Know, I mean, Alan Jackson is like mainstream. Um, and they, the post said something. It was an article that was written about him and just said something about his last appearance in Nashville after and, and something other he didn't disappoint uh, something about his latest diagnosis. And I'm like, wait, what? Hold on. What have I been missing here? What's, what's up with Alan Jackson? And so I look it up and come to find out Alan Jackson has been diagnosed with a neuro, neurological disorder. And um, it took me a minute because <laughs> when I say it at first, you're going to go, ah, that's a lie because it's called CMT. Which okay. is ironic country music television uh-huh. it, but that's not what it is cmt is a real thing and i don't know if i say these correct because i believe they're probably french names but charcot or c-h-a-r-c-o-t so maybe charcot marie tooth disease is what it's called and it's a neurolo- neurological disorder which interrupts the transmission of information signals from the brain and spinal cord to the rest of the body in particular the extremities feet fingers uh, hands. So, so it, it could end up disrupting his ability to play. Um, but they say that most people that get it, it's not terminal. It's not something that's, that he will die from, but it will make things more difficult. But there are plenty of therapies that help people live with it. And it's not entirely uncommon, but it is about 100, they said about 126,000 people in the United States have it and about two and a half million worldwide. That's a lot, but a little when you right, think in the yeah. grand scheme, right? Um, but they do know how to treat it. And so people can live with it. Um, and it is hereditary. That's the other thing, too, as far as what causes it. It's, it's a hereditary um, thing. They, they can't say exclusively, but they've just never seen anybody who had it that it was develops it. Yeah. And so while I was looking around to find out more about him and this, this diagnosis, I came across a post. And I'm like, oh, holy crap. I just thought Alan Jackson was always around like George Stray. You know, he's just like always been around. He didn't around. need to be discovered. He was born discovered. <laughs> yeah. Basically, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And come to find out, there was a TV show back in the 80s, and it was called You Can Be a Star. And honestly, hold on, let me see if I can just find, I want to see if I can find that page. Because I don't know, and and you'll recognize the people who are hosting it. Um, One of them did a lot of game shows. Oh, God, what was his name? Hold on here just a second. You Can Be a Star. Ah, And it was, it basically was kind of like a... American Idol before way before American Idol. A mixture Idol. between American Idol and uh what's the one with Ed McMahon? Yes. St- that that a Star uh, Search. A Star Search yeah. that uh Britney was on that. Yeah, one, yeah. Right? In the nineties. Yep. Um You Can Be a Star ran from eighty three to eighty nine. Jim Ed Brown. 
okay. was one of the, and he's a country guy um, who did everything from here to whatever, but he was one of the people that was on it. Um, and then there's a couple others. It was just an amateur talent show, basically country music, and had a lot of people that came through. Um, who's some other names that were on here? But anyway, what they did is they would have people on, they'd sing their song, and I don't know if it was like singer-songwriters or just the songs, but then they'd have a panel, and, and I was watching this clip on YouTube, and I was like, I don't recognize one of these people that are being very critical of this person. I don't know if they were like producers or if they were stars at the time. I don't remember them. Um, and so this girl was singing on stage, and they were giving their critique, and then the uh, show announcer or the, the host threw it to the audience host, and then what they did is people who didn't quite make the show to be on stage, they were plucked in the, from the audience so they could sing a little ditty as they, they would sing them into commercials. Okay. Listen to this. Uh, Shelly Markham, man from California. Great song. Great song. Great job. I'll give you a 430. Thank you. All right. Thank you very much. Keith, Diane, what do you think? Well, I think she's great also. She's right here, we'll go to the Stairway of Star Wars Stars and let you see Dan Miller. Thanks, Jim Ed. We're here with Al, who's going to do a little bit Al. of singing. George, Stop. this is one of my favorite songs. He That's Alan Jackson. His name's Al. Wearing a bad hat. <laughs> and he was out in the audience, and he looked like he just came in off the farm. It's Doesn't hilarious. he? Yeah. Okay. Al. You want to hear a little bit of him singing? Stop that? loving her today. He said, I'll love you till I die. So that's 1985. She told him you'll forget in time. Isn't that crazy? It's incredible. So the clip, we have the the link is in the notes. Yeah. So you can take a look at this. Oh, but. my gosh. Yeah, that's, it's just, I, I mean, his, his voice is incredible anyway, but to know that that was, like you said, before he got discovered, whatever. That was in 85 when he wasn't good enough to be on stage. <laughs> yeah. He made it, he, well, we're going to put you in the audience. You're, you'll sing us into commercials. I wonder what that Rhonda lady's doing right now. <laughs> Who was actually on stage. <laughs> right. <laughs> she was probably like, damn. Hey, man, right? Damn. Where's the rest of this clip? I swung Where's and missed. Yeah. Good so, Lord. So anyway, I just thought yeah. that was kind of an interesting little. So that, that link is in our uh, description. Yeah. Also, um, our show art today is one of the funniest memes I have ever seen in my entire life. Really? And it's so true. It's a picture of a lady, uh, and you'll see it. It's our show art. I haven't seen it yet. Right here. Woke up. Yes. Disheveled. Yes. Just woke up, and the, the caption says, have you ever taken a nap so good that you thought you missed the school bus, but it's <laughs> Sunday, and you're 50? <laughs> It's my favorite. <laughs> I laughed all week at that one. <laughs> it's Sunday and you're 50. Yes, oh, love it. Thank you guys for listening wow. to our podcast. It's Pat JT, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Pat and JT Podcast. A Huda Media Production.